Hello and welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. In this segment, what are the new conforming and FHA loan limits? In fact, what on earth is a conforming and an FHA loan limit? What is a jumbo mortgage? You may or may not have heard that term, but what is a jumbo mortgage? And why do jumbo mortgages sometimes a little have a little higher interest rate. We've got these topics and more during this segment. Remember, we want you to connect with us at gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back, share ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast, which we would love you to do. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly & Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm with 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. But without further ado, let me introduce our guest, one of my favorite expert contributors uh, to have on the show, John Birchfield with Capital City Home Loans. How are you, sir? I am excellent. How are you, Mr. Cleve? Man, I'm good. Hey, real quickly, as we get started, um, I ha- it seems to me like interest rates in the last two weeks have gone up. I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say one half of a percent, so 0.5%. And I know you're not supposed to quote rates on the radio, but is my is what I'm seeing right? Yeah, even even really within the last four days. Wow, since the first of the year. I, I, I was trying to just think it might have been a holiday-related thing, and I didn't pay a whole right. lot of attention between Christmas and New Year's. But that's a big deal. I did a little math, and let's just say the average single-family detached home in Atlanta costs 410 because that's about what it is for a detached home, mm-hmm. not the condos or the townhomes. And let's say somebody got 80% financing. That half a percent difference in the interest rate increases the cost of borrowing $136 a month. And John, the problem one hundred thirty six dollars a month is not a problem if if it's for one month. One hundred thirty six dollars yeah. a month every month for three hundred and sixty months. I'll let you do the math. That's fifty or sixty thousand dollars more in interest that someone would pay over the life of the loan. What is sure causing is. that? Uh, it's really the inflation that the economy's seeing. The price of everything, every good and service that we buy or use, is is gone up. Yep. And the 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 People who set monetary policy have to react to that. And one way they react to that is uh, by making borrowing more expensive. So when you when when you say they have to this is fascinating to me. And when you say they have to react to it. All right. We've got inflation going on. I've seen some places at some segments of the economy, like, for example, rental cars have had like a 30 or 40 percent increase uh, one year over another. I'm just hotels are also something that is quite significant. Mm -hmm. And the government can't let inflation get carried away. They can't let it get rampant. Like, for example, I think Venezuela, I think, had crazy inflation and they had like 2000 percent inflation. People couldn't buy anything. And so right. the government has to solve that problem, and the government does it by increasing the cost of borrowing. Now, That's they right. increase the cost of borrowing from one bank to another, but what mm-hmm. happens is, and talk about this, the government, the U.S. government has been buying mortgage-backed securities like the majority of the ones that have been sold for the last mm-hmm. two years, and they're going to yep. stop buying so many mortgage-backed securities. Talk to us, why do they have to buy them, and then what is the effect when they stop buying those mortgage-backed securities? They bought them in order to drive down interest rates. They created a stronger demand so that the cost of those mortgage-backed securities became 
um, more expensive, which drove the yields down, and that's what interest rates did. That made right. everybody be able to borrow money very inexpensively for the last two years, which propped the economy up in the COVID world. So, so I guess it would be safe to say that the government artificially increased the demand for those uh, U.S. treasuries, which mm-hmm. decreased the yield. Uh, and yep. ultimately, investors from around the world, they either invest, if they want to do the safest investments around, as I understand it, they either invest in um, U.S. treasuries or they invest in U.S. mortgage-backed securities. Those are considered the two safest investments in the world. So as the rate on one rises, uh, then so do mortgage rates. Is that uh, is they my understanding be. correct? You got it. You're, 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 you should uh, be the chief economist of the world. Of the you got it covered. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. But if you're listening, and by the way, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. My name is Cleve Gaddis. I'm a real estate broker here in Metro Atlanta. I am also on the line with John Birchfield, who is my preferred lender, who's with Capital City Home Loans right here in Atlanta. John and I have been doing business together for 10 years. I don't even know how long it's been. It's been a long yeah. time. John has the heart of a teacher, and if you need a mortgage, by the way, I suggest you reach out to him. His number is 678-226-7887. That's John Birchfield, Capital City Home Loan, 678-226-7887. We've been talking just for a few minutes about interest rates and the fact that 30-year mortgage rates went up about a half a percent in the last, I say, last two weeks. John says three or four days. I'm sure John's timeline is exactly right. That's just when I noticed it. And I said that the cost of borrowing on the average-priced home with somebody putting 20% down went up $136 a month. Certainly, John is not confirming that information, but it's a big, big deal. And that could be $50,000, $60,000 over the life of the loan. What does that mean to you? Well, the reality is there is a little bit more inventory on the market now, right now, compared to our sales pattern. So if you look at sales over the last two or three months, there's a lot more inventory. In fact, in October, I believe there was 30% more inventory than there was in March or April. So if you're a buyer and you're looking to buy, get on out there and find the house that you're looking for and get your interest rate locked. And the reality is, if you feel like you're being shut out of the market, then you need to work with a broker who can help turn your offer into cash. It'll cost you a little bit more money, but turn that offer into cash. You can still close with a loan and it'll work out just as well. If you have questions, 770497 Zero 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 is the number to call or reach out to John at 678-226-7887. John, the conforming loan limits and the FHA loan limits increased this year. Talk to us about that. They sure did. Uh, you can now get a conforming loan, those loans that are back and securitized by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the yep. government secured entities uh, that have the cheapest cost of borrowing for the cheapest interest rates. Yep. Uh, up to six hundred and forty-seven thousand two hundred dollars in Atlanta. Uh, that's a dramatic in Atlanta. increase of what we had before in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Mm-hmm. In Atlanta. I mean, just a few years ago, that number was four hundred seven. Like just a few years ago, it was just barely two, over four hundred thousand. I think it was three years ago, two thousand. What would it have been nineteen? I yep. think it was four seventeen. Four seventeen. Thank you. Good memory. Good memory there. So six. What'd you say the number was? Six. Six forty-seven two hundred. Six forty-seven two hundred. How about FHA yeah. loans? FHA in the Atlanta metro area, you can secure an FHA mortgage on a one-unit home up to $471,500, almost half a million bucks. FHA is a loan that is insured by the Federal Housing Administration, which is a a, a part of uh, the uh, the Department of Housing and Urban Development of the U.S. government. 
Uh, I want to caution anybody, nothing wrong with FHA loans, but as far as I know, John, FHA loans still carry a mortgage insurance premium for the entire life of the loan. A conventional loan, if you have mortgage insurance or uh, private mortgage insurance, as it would be called, actually goes away when you have 20% equity in the home. So something to think about if you're getting an FHA yeah. loan. So for what sure. is a jumbo mortgage? You say the limit is 647200 mm-hmm. So is a jumbo mm-hmm. anything over that? Anything over that. So if you need to borrow more, then we got to look at jumbo financing, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. The buyer can just expect that they might pay a little bit more in interest, uh, maybe a little bit more in closing expenses to secure a jumbo mortgage because you don't have those government secured entities on the back side of things behind the lender ready to buy the loan from the lender. We, the lender, have to service that loan ourselves. Okay. So let me make sure I understand so that everybody who's listening understands. When you get a conforming mortgage, let's just say you get it from Capital City Home Loans, the mm-hmm. odds are if it's a confirming conforming mortgage, it's going to be sold to either Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. Yeah, we may service the loan. You'll make your payments to us. That's right. That's and right. Fannie Mae pays us a fee for servicing it for them. That's Fannie right. Fannie Mae will actually own the note. That's right. And the reason you do that is because... Uh, Capital City Home Loans, just like any other lender out there, you only have so much money to lend, and it wouldn't right. take very long for you to go through it all. So when the yeah, government buys, yeah, when the government buys those loans from you, then it frees up money for you to turn around and make another loan. So, in fact, that's I think right. that's why they were created, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. I think mm-hmm. that's why they were created. So yeah, we call that liquidity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So you have jumbo mortgages. Because your pool of investors that buys those mortgages doesn't include Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So it's only, I'm going to call them private investors. They can be public companies, but it's private investors who are buying the loans and keeping them in their portfolio. That's exactly right. It becomes somebody's retirement plan somewhere. It gets bundled up into various other type of securities that aren't necessarily considered a safe as bet, a safe of bet because they don't have the government there willing to willing to kind of put their two thumbs up on the on the whole package. And what's interesting is if you have a, a loan that's owned by Fannie or Freddie and you have less than 20% equity in the home, I, th- I think lenders still require you to have mortgage insurance. So the borrower is actually paying for insurance to insure against the loss of that some portion of that final 20%. But Fannie Mae mm-hmm. and Freddie Mac, they're on the hook for the other 80 um, am, am, I, am I explaining that correctly? So if you got a $400,000 loan and that loan went bad, then Fannie or Freddie, if they were the investor, they would be, if you had 20% equity, they'd be down 320000 bucks. Yeah, that's so, exactly right. So there's just more risk in the private market. We've got just a little over a minute left. And if you had some advice for home buyers specifically – from a timing standpoint, what advice would you give them? Would you say, wait, just wait about another year and everything's going to settle down, everything will be fine? What would you advise them to do? I don't think that's what you would advise them to do, but I'm curious as to what you would. I wouldn't advise them at that at all. I would advise them to get pre-approved, know what their buying power is, be working with with a realtor you know, on your team so that when the right house comes on the market, they're fully prepared to act. Whether that's today or six months from now, be prepared. Because if the right house comes on the market, then we want to be able to lock in that interest rate, like you said. Which, by the way, I don't want to scare home buyers off by what we talked about there. 
Interest rates today are still a quarter of a point lower than they were April of 2020. Absolutely. Okay. And when I got my first loan, they were 7.875%, or maybe 8.875%. It was way on up there, and I was yeah. lucky to have the money. John, thank you, as always, for joining us. We'd love to have you back on in the next couple of weeks. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, how your roof impacts the value in the interior of your home and is a warranty deed, the deed you get for the home at closing, is that free or do you have to pay for it? We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.